Yo guys and welcome to episode 9 of Hoops and Hadricks podcast, I'm Fasika, obviously Oscar with me, how you doing man? I'm good man, episode 9, um, we've actually got here you know, 9 episodes in, but um, I know. I'm good man, how are you? Yeah I'm good bro, I mean obviously you know we've had, uh, we actually had a bit of sports news if you can call it that over the past week with the you know the Michael Jordan Chicago mm-hmm. Bulls Last Dance documentary we both watched it you know the day it came out of course and you know just give me give me your thoughts on what you thought of the first two episodes amazing they're exactly what I thought they would be entertaining like you know what like certain things on Netflix you can have background while you're doing other things that had my full attention the Mm. whole way through the cameos by Barack Obama and so many other people I was like what okay this is serious and then obviously the storyline and just MJ being the narrator it's just, it's just beautiful, man. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, there was so much hype over it, and obviously it's warranted on Twitter. But you sometimes fear that ah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna live up to the expectations. But it, it lived ex- exactly up to our expectations. I told you mm-hmm. before, like on episode two, I was, I was obviously for both episodes, they were both amazing. But for episode two, because you're, you're getting into the story more. Yeah, with Pippin and Kraus, you know, you're getting into it, and then mm-hmm. I was proper into it, and then you know they just ended it. I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, like they ended like a cliffhanger, like a soap or something. Yep, but yeah, it was amazing. Like, what, what was your favorite part out of our both episodes? It would have to be, uh, obviously, we okay. If you haven't watched it, maybe this episode might not be for you. Go watch it, yes, yeah, sk- and come yeah, back yeah. to the Hoots and Hatricks podcast. Okay, so um, my favorite bit was definitely. Obviously, um, Pippin was out the first. Uh, obviously, he chose to have his surgery later on. So he chose yeah. to have his summer enjoy himself and then be like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to miss season time because why not? I don't like Kraus and I'm getting paid peanuts. And so I love the fact that they were losing on the road and you could just see Jordan bullying people from practice, telling people what to do, getting on people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love that <laughs> winner's mentality. Like, And then his whole storyline about him in college, um, just his whole storyline is it's ridiculous. Like I, I can't really pick a favorite bit, but it'd have to be that bit when they were losing and seeing Jordan's reaction because he's definitely yeah. not a loser, hundred percent. Yeah, that was great to see because you know the whole narrative about Jordan mm-hmm. was you know is you know he just wins all the time and obviously he has you know he's a, a serial winner, one of the one of the best winners in the history of 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 sport. But you know we not we don't really hear that much about him and him losing mm-hmm. so to see to see it you know with Pippin with Pippin out they lost a few games they got blown out by Cleveland in one game it was just it was just weird to see um but you know for me like I had a couple of favorite moments but they were kind of nonchalant you wouldn't have thought that it could be like a favorite moment so mm-hmm. when Roy Williams obviously the coach of UNC yeah was talking about Jordan and he was mm-hmm. like Michael Jordan's the only player who can turn it on and off and he never turned it turned off. It, it off. was just it was yeah, yeah, something yeah, that like, yeah. it just it sent chills down my spine. Yeah. That, like that he's the only me. one and mm-hmm. he never turned it off. He, exactly. he went in every single game that like we saw in 1997 in the um the where they went to Paris for the exhibition. Mm-hmm. So he was just going hard like it was like it was a finals exactly. game. Exactly. In Paris. In but the guy in, just in went Paris. Hard. The guy just went hard and you, you could see how obviously it was an ex- exhibition and he was joking with teammates that haven't won. He's like, here, yeah. I, f- I finally won you look something. And it was an <laughs> exhibition trophy. <laughs> it just shows the mentality that he has. Uh oh man, yeah. He, especially like the way he was mobbed in Paris. Like, yeah. I d I didn't know like fan culture was that big back then. Because obviously this is before we were born. 
And I didn't know, obviously we know about fan culture now, but I didn't know that that fan culture was that big. The way he was mobbed and the guy just went and bored out. Just He didn't need to, but he thought, like, I don't want, sometimes he, he probably has it in his mind that these French guys have never seen me play basketball before. So I'm going to yeah. show them who I am. Even though it's ex- exhibition, I'm going to kill you a lot. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to relax afterwards. And that's what he did. And just you just think on today's game that that would never happen. No, no player is gonna risk any injury, any money to, to play to play but exhibition, will, to play a friendly game. It will be all the G League guys that'll be playing. Like, yeah, the, the exactly. Starters, the starters will come on for a little bit, but it'll be the G League guys that'll be playing. Like the guys fifteenth in rotation will be the ones playing those exhibitions. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, they'll probably beat the guys that they're playing against, like the starting team. It just shows the quality of the NBA, but yeah, no, it's true. Even even in football, like exhibition game, like imagine that like, preseason. We look forward to it because we haven't watched football in a long time. That's why I watch preseason. But if you think yeah. about it, players are jogging about, like just just jogging. So um, yeah, man, it just but yeah, just mentality. Yeah, just just one 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 more of my favorite part is you know when he talked about. When he went into the hotel room of his, um, where his teammates were, then mm-hmm. there was, you know, the drugs and the women, and then it cut to when you know he's in his, you know, he's in his apartment and he's just, you know, mm-hmm. doing his laundry and folding his clothes. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I just, I just like that. It's just like obviously it's not, it wasn't, he wasn't Michael Jordan. Like this was his rookie year, mm-hmm. but it was just like just nice to see. You know, he like realized, listen, this I want to be the best. Yet. Exactly. Uh, it was that's not for me. I don't want to get involved with that. I want to, like he said, I want to you know, rest up play ball that's what i want to do mm-hmm. and you know he had his head screwed on right obviously you know raised right by his parents and you know he had his siblings and everything mm-hmm. and that was just that was just a really really good um uh moment to see 100 so, and going yeah. into that you remember we had a conversation privately and we're talking about the differences in culture between yeah um like british culture and american culture obviously we, we love football and basketball so we we see different analysts we see like your, your graham sunesses and then we see your Paul, Paul <laughs> yeah. Pearson, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. Im- imagine if if Pogba did such, like, Oof. in in the hotel room on the road, cocaine, women, <laughs> alcohol. Oh man, bro, it's ridiculous. It's honestly ridiculous. But it just shows the, 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 dif- the differences in culture between the British and the Americans. So, um, and I'd say also, yeah, it, I I just want the listeners to think about that. Just food for thought. Yeah, so obviously, Last Dance documentary is weekly, so we can't, you know, we can't binge it like every Thank other God is weekly. TV show. Thank God it's weekly. I'm so happy it's weekly. You, you, you'll get that guy that will finish it in one go, and then he'll be tweeting yeah, about yeah. it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Like it happened with Money Heist, and nine hours later, people are tweeting about the ending. I haven't even started. <laughs> I haven't even started. So I'm happy it's weekly. Now we can talk about it. it first of all, it gives us great content every week. So you know you can tune in for yeah, your that's true. your reviews on the Hoops and Attributes podcast. You can tune in here, and we we talking about the last dance. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, I love it. I love it. Exactly. So we look forward to episode three and four mm-hmm. next week. So you know now you know we get on with the podcast. You know we obviously we're just coming up with you know different ideas, different things to do mm-hmm. while we're in this in this virus. So you know. Uh, the first of all, the basketball segment yes. is, uh, you know, we thought of why don't we do a topic where we look at the last 
or five drafts apart mm-hmm. from the 2019 draft and then we just pick out a top five list each yeah. of lottery picks who have underachieved so this is this isn't exactly you know looking at busts looking at a number one pick or a number two pick and just saying you know he's a bust we're looking at you know one to 14 players who you know would just have just underachieved in their career and so it's we're doing it from the 2014 draft to the 2018 draft because we didn't feel it was fair to do the 2019 draft because you know they they haven't had much time to play mm-hmm. so um oscar i'm gonna let you go with number five number five okay yeah this was definitely one that took a lot of deliberation um but number five i have to go with mo bamba as okay in all right the obviously mcdonald's world american the the hype that he, this guy had around coming into the league and obviously he had a huge song named after him and yeah um, <laughs> we all know how it goes and i i just feel like he's not producing the output that i thought he would be at this stage in the league um obviously he's still got time because you can argue everyone in this list has time even like the 2014 draft because even though it was six years or six years ago um this a lot of them are still relatively young and coming into their yeah. prime now but um yeah in terms of mobamba like starting one nba game i didn't think that that would be his um role coming into the league and obviously, it's difficult when obviously we do know that they have Vucevic and Aaron Gordon, who kind of plays two positions. So, yeah, it'd be um, very difficult to start because you can argue those are well. Vucevic is all star ish level, and uh, Aaron Gordon's pushing all star, and obviously he's popular for other things he does in the league. So, um, yeah. yeah. But if if you ask me, coming into coming into his second season, that he'll be um, averaging five points and you know, five rebounds, I would not have agreed. So, um, yeah, number uh number five, I'm gonna go for Mo Bamba. Yeah, and that is a uh that is a decent pick. Mm-hmm. I did okay. I didn't go with Mo Bamba, but I went with someone you wouldn't have thought I would have gone with, but considering he was he was picked in the lottery, so mm-hmm. I'm going with Nick Stauskas. Oh wow. So oh, and this wow. Nick Stauskas uh, he was picked eighth in the draft by the Kings. And, um, you know, his main attribute was, you know, shooting threes. You know, yep. he shot 44% in college mm-hmm. and um, it just hasn't worked out for him. He's shooting 35%, which is in, in the league, which is not, it's not bad. But if your biggest attribute is three-point shooting, the shooting 35% isn't, isn't cutting it. 100%. And, and he's he's been on five different teams He's not even in the league anymore. I know. No, you know he he's he bounced around the last three or four years of his of his NBA career, mm-hmm. and now you know he played for a team called Basconia. I don't even know what country they're in. My days. But but yeah, when I'm looking at his I'm looking at his um his scout report and some of the weaknesses was his lack of speed. It makes him one dimensional. Yep. And if that's your one thing and you're not above average in it. Then what else do you have to offer? Hundred percent. And you know, so so he's 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 got to be there. Like he's not even in the league anymore. I mean, he could be high on my list, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, just just put him at number five. Now that's a great pick. And what you said about um, if you're a one trick pony, you have to be elite at that one trick. Like, exactly. Andre Robertson can't do nothing, but he can defend. He can defend. Yeah. And defending is a very important aspect of the game. Like you put Andre Robertson 
on your star point guard. He's not. He's not. Obviously, he can't stop like the, your Westbrooks and your Curries and your Kyries, your Lillards. They can't be stopped. But he can do a good job at slowing them down. So yeah, he can make it harder for them. Yeah, hundred exactly. percent. But if okay, who's just who's just a shooter? For example, like your Reddicks and your your Joe Harris, Duncan Robinsons. Uh huh. Like they're wet. You don't yeah. leave them open on offense. They they drag so much attention because they're like, okay, we don't want to give up free. We know you have to watch that guy. But this guy, you're not even you're not even cash money from the free, and that was your whole scouting report. Obviously, it's a great yeah. pick. Um, yeah. So going on to my next pick, again, obviously I was Amin and Arin, as I told you before we hit record. But um, I'm gonna go for Jahil Okafor. Okay. Like, yeah. I know it's a, it's a high pick. pick. I know it's a top three pick. But that is why it's in here. Okay, it's very hard for me to call him a bust bust. But yeah, I understand. That, yeah. That's why if we ever do a bust list, I won't include him in that. But I am gonna include him in this um in this list because like yeah, man, it's just not been good enough. For a top three pick coming into the league, you'd think um You'd think he'd be close to a star in this league, and he's far from it. He can't. He can't even. He's not even starting games anymore. Like he, he, he the only time he really started was his first two seasons at Philly. Um, yeah. But and that's because of you know Embiid's injuries, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But man, this um yeah, this guy is not been great. Again, if I read out his stats this season, we're talking seven points, four assists, coming off the bench, of course, but. Come on, man! It's it's poor for a top three pick again. And can we talk? Can we talk about Philly and um, the Kings' picks recently? Because oh some of goodness. them have been awful. Don't get me wrong. Philly have got um, Embiid and they got Ben Simmons, and uh, obviously the Kings have got De'Aaron Fox. But some of their picks have they just screwed horrible. up horrible. Like imagine where where the the um, where they would be now if they picked correctly. So that's why drafting important is so crucial to a team success but yeah i'm gonna go for um okafor yeah i mean fair like and if you look at his if you look at his stats i mean it looks like it's in reverse i mean he averaged 17 in his first season with philly and he's averaging what like seven i think he five with with the pelicans mm-hmm. um this season of seven or six points yeah I mean, it's just, you know, he's had a lot of injuries and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he's he's like 24. He's like 24, 25 years old. Yeah. So he can still, you know, bounce back. But, I mean, like, who really knows now? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so for my uh, number four pick, mm-hmm. I'm going with someone from the 2017 draft, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, is he? 2017 draft? Oh, no, wait. 2018 draft, my bad. Okay. Uh, that is um, Kevin Knox. Mm-hmm. He's a player that, you know, New York Knicks fans were you know, quite excited about, you know, getting, at an, it's getting him at ninth. I mean, it's not you know, second or third, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's still a lottery pick and, you know, he had a decent college season. And, you know, he did have a decent rookie year with the Knicks, mm-hmm. you know, averaging 12 points. Obviously, the percentages were off but this year he's just he's taking a step back a big step back mm-hmm. he's coming off the bench um his he's seen his minutes cut by 10 by 10 minutes i mean he was averaging uh 28 minutes per game last year now he's averaging just 18 and you know that's not that's not what they want to see i mean he's averaging six points 
and he's still young. You know, he's he's only he's only twenty years old. He's only twenty years old. Yeah, but it's not it's not exactly encouraging. You you'd want to see a player make you know improvements. Not it doesn't have to be you know big improvements. It can be you know just little little steps. Mm-hmm. But he's taken a big step back this year for the Knicks, and 100%. you know coming into the league, his his comp was Tobias Harris, and. I mean, he's he's nowhere near that. Just, he, he's just nowhere he's, near that. And I can kind of see why they they compared him to um, Tobias Harris. But again, yeah, Tobias Harris is out here stealing a max contract. <laughs> anyway, that's a story for a different day. But oh, um, yeah. Again, Kevin Knox. Yeah, what you said is right. And obviously, the arrival of the thing is, how many power forwards does that team want? So yeah, that, you can, that you definitely argue, hasn't been good for him. There's a lot of people like, for example, um, Julius Randle is better than him. And then obviously when when uh, Morris was there, Morris is going to start yeah. with him. RJ Barrett is going to start with him. So it's Ellington, even Ellington. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three hundred percent. But I believe isn't Taj getting more minutes than him? I was really he, 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 a little bit. He might be, you know. I I have a but that Taj Bordead Gibson getting more minutes than you. <laughs> That's tough. But um, yeah, nah, it's it's another great pick. Okay, going on to my number three pick. This is where it gets a little bit, not tough, but a little bit interesting because again, I don't really know where to go with like this. But I'm gonna go for Mario Hazonia. Oh yeah, he's he's coming out of the draft. Um, was he fourth? I believe. Um, yeah, fourth or fifth. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just the the output is not great at all. Like again, it's another one who we had high expectations for, and he just hasn't uh, lived up to it. Obviously, he's played at three teams now already. Um, and yeah, he, he's not he's not a starter in this league. Like I I feel like a top five pick, you should be looking at, by for sure a starter, but you're looking at all star caliber level of talent, and. Uh, he's just not it. Like the output, uh, this is his worst. Obviously, the season hasn't finished, but four point eight points, bro. Four point eight points in forty seven games, even off the. I bench. mean, yeah, Die. he did. He he did. He did block LeBron, though. I mean, surely oh. that 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 counts for something. Oh, okay, yeah, true. <laughs> That's probably his career highlight. In, it really is. In what four seasons in the league? Yeah. Five seasons in the league, your career highlight is a block on LeBron. Five years already. Yeah, twenty fifteen draft. So, um, yeah, that, that that's my next pick. I, I don't really have much to say about him because <laughs> I mean he hasn't given you much to talk about that's in the what league I'm saying. with his like, with his performance. I mean, a hundred percent. So, and yeah, it's just w- w- one of the European players that I really wanted to. I, l- I love my European players, but yeah, not this guy. I mean, it's completely understandable. And uh, for my third pick, as you said, this is where it gets difficult. Um, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Malik Monk. Okay. You know, he again, he was from the. I get mixed up with these. I think he's from the 2017 draft. Yeah, he came. He was 11th, picked 11th um, by Charlotte by Michael Jordan, <laughs> and um, he's been inconsistent. <laughs> He's you know this oh, he season he was banned. Uh huh. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He, he hasn't even. He started. He started one, one game in his NBA career. One game. 
And uh, as I said before, he was banned this season for mm-hmm. for quite a few. I don't know how many, quite a few games. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, for violating their substance use policy. So, I mean, it happened to like two or three players this season. It was mm-hmm. him, um, Wilson Chandler, and yeah, DeAndre. Ayton. Yep. Kind of weird how you know, just three of them it happened to them. Yep. But um, yeah, he's averaging six eight. He averaged you know ten points this season, which is his career high. But I mean. He's left a lot to be desired, and I mean the attitude off the court. You know, you can't be getting suspended for substance abuse policy. 100%. I mean, he played for the G League in his rookie year, um, which some rookies obviously do. You know, if they're not you know doing too well in you know in the NBA, then to go down and get some experience, get some playing time. He did that, but you you can't really see an improvement yet but as we've seen with a few players this season players who go into their fourth year and fifth year mm-hmm. you start to see what they can truly become um but you know starting one game in 3 years i mean it's not really looking good for him and but... it's not like he's on a good team or exactly. a team where okay defense Devontae Graham came out of nowhere and then that's his position so i can yeah. understand that but still you play for the hornets bro Fair and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kemba, Kemba's, was Kemba was there and he was a PG and yeah, but bro, you're playing for the Hornets, like you can't even buy a start. It just shows yeah, yeah, the yeah. the level and obviously this might be one of those guys that just ends up being a complete and utter bust because of his attitude. Um, as we said, obviously talking about drug abuse as well, man. Um, again. And the thing is, these guys are young. Twenty-two years old, man. Twenty-two years old. I mean, he's he's got time, but I mean, like, who know? It's difficult to to you know guess which players are are going to be good, are going to be bad. Who's going to improve after three years of giving you not much? I mean, it's <laughs> difficult to 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 call it. Yeah, no, it's it's true. You it, drafting is always a risk. It's always a risk. So it is difficult to call it, but. I just would have thought that we would have got would have got a bit more, but yeah, well, you, you can't help it. Yeah. Now going on to my next pick, um, this one might be a little bit pretentious, but I'm gonna go for Josh Jackson. Um, oh, obviously coming out of uh first fourth round pick, bro, Phoenix. Like, I thought this was going to be the guy to give D-Book some help. Yeah. And <laughs> he can't even start again. He can't. I know I'm saying it for every player I, I mentioned, but again, you're not even starting anymore. Well, he's never really been a starter, but you're not starting. Yeah. And, um, to be fair, his output off the bench isn't the worst. But then again, it's not the best. Well, fourth over a pick, like, I'm, I'm expecting serious. Like, I'm expecting, as I said, all-star level talent. Definitely top five pick. I was expecting all-star level talent and this guy's not even a, not even close to that. And it's just another average player who's underachieving, which is why he's yeah. not a bust. But the reason why I kind of have it up here is because of his pick position. Fourth overall yeah, yeah, pick course, in the yeah. 2017 draft. And again, the obviously he's been traded a couple of times, but um, yeah, no, traded once. But nah, man, this the, the output is not good enough at all. Yeah, obviously, as you said, traded to the Memphis Grizzlies, played for their G League uh, team uh, mm-hmm. this season, and you know also did play with with the uh, 
squad, but he's shown, you know, some signs of improving um, from his rookie year, from his years in Phoenix. And if they can get him right, you know, he has had, you know, off the field issue, off the, off the court issues mm-hmm. as well um, during his time in the NBA. And if they can get him right in Memphis, I mean, he can be, you know, a, a valuable piece to them, you know, another young piece, another talented young piece. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've got a budding squad there. So, I mean, he can do something just, uh, you know, a new, it's, it's better to, to be out of Phoenix, to be honest with you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> you're going into it's a it's a good situation though in, in Memphis. Mm-hmm. They've got a very good situation there, so you know hopefully he can you know resurrect his career. Because as you said before, he's he's 23 years old. I mean, mm-hmm. his his career's ahead of him. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. So my number two pick, um, is yeah Chris Dunn. It's Chris, Chris Dunn. Dunn. Yeah, the great pick. I mean, you know, he was he he was um picked by the. Timberwolves, they traded him after one season. He spent the last three seasons at Chicago. Uh, numbers, 13 points a game, 11 points a game, but then he had seven. He had seven points a game this year. I mean, he's mm-hmm. 25 years old. And we've heard probably for like the last two or three years that Chicago needed a point guard whilst he's been there. So that's obviously not a good look if <laughs> if the, the team's been looking for a point guard. <laughs> yeah. And they traded for you, and they're still looking for a point Great guard. God, yeah, I mean, we heard the rumors about Lonzo before he went to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, then, I mean, can I just say I would have loved to see that Lonzo and Zach Levine, my light skin brothers. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. <laughs> but the, uh, to be honest, thank goodness he he did not go because if if he went if he went from Lakers from a bad situation in the Lakers to go to to go to Chicago, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what would have happened to that guy's career. I swear. I really don't know what happened, but it's thank true. goodness the guy went to New Orleans. 100%. But yeah, he's Chris Dunn. I mean, he was picked. Uh, I think he was picked around yeah fifth in the 2016 draft, mm-hmm. and he just he just looks like another, really just another bang average. I mean, they're still good players, but like in terms of you know when you compete when you compare to other NBA players, mm-hmm. he just looks like a a bang average player, and you know that's another player who's taken a step back this season yeah um minutes gone down his his shot selection his shot percentage i mean 25 mm-hmm. percent from three uh i mean it's obviously for a point guard nowadays you have to shoot the three so for the fact that he doesn't do it well his his free throw percentage is quite average mm-hmm. uh i mean i'm i won't be surprised if chicago look to move him pretty soon so wow, yeah, he's, he's number two 100 percent and then um, going on to, this would be my number one, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they, again, I, I could name about seven players. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but the player I'm going to go for, well, this one is a bit more personal because okay. it's a player that I liked at the start. And then he's just been, it's been a bit of a journeyman, like in, in the league. Oh, wow. Um, Jabari Parker, man. Jabari ah, Parker. Okay. Uh, obviously, we are including the 2014 draft, even though it is uh, six years ago. We decided to give the 2019 boys some some time to gel into the league. Uh, but Jabari Parker, obviously, um, drafted by the Bucks in the 2014 draft, second overall, bro. It, again, coming out of Duke as well, so obviously yeah. a big, big college. And then 
again, just in and around, in and around the league, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Chicago, Washington, uh, the oh, Kings. The bad teams as well. I know, I know, I know. It, it's heartbreaking, but just the numbers, bro, the output. He did have one good season for Milwaukee, which was like, okay, 20-point scorer in his third season. I thought, this is where he's going to make the jump. He started yeah. 50 games. Obviously, um, the, his first couple game, first couple years in, in the league, he was starting. Then just that 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 one poor season where he went from 20, 20 points to 12 isn't bad. But obviously, he's playing 12, scoring 12 points coming off the bench, which I was like, okay. Then it just gets worse and worse. And, and obviously, he's only played the one game this season. Injuries have hampered his career and especially I feel like once you hit the 20 points per game mark you're I expect you to to to, to go up to just turn it up yeah. yeah 100% and he hadn't done that he was scoring 20 points in, in this league at 21 obviously drafted in the league at 19 so I was like wow like this guy could be a serious problem and just the yeah just injuries and I feel a bit sad for him but I feel like if you're not shooting great in this league, you're always going to be a, a little bit disadvantaged. And I feel like that's something uh, he has to work on because, yeah, the, he can't be walking around shooting 25% from free. That's, that's, that's poor. But yeah, this one hurts my heart a little bit, but I have to go with Jabari Parker. But I could have mentioned so many other people. As yeah, we, as we spoke lot. about we spoke about before uh, the, the, the recording that, the drafts have not been amazing, to be fair. Yeah, and like, like you know, he spent four years in Milwaukee and sometimes it's just like one trade can just set off like a whole bunch of future trades. I mean, just he was, he's now been in four different teams I know. in in like three years. Though, not Dominic two years, effect. actually. Yeah. It's crazy. And like, the thing is, he was getting buckets for Atlanta. Like, 100%. he was actually getting buckets for Atlanta, but... Uh, they just decided to, you know, we don't really need. I mean, <laughs> we're, that, we're that whole lose franchise as well. Yeah, we're losing anyway, so let's just lose some more and get a better pick in the draft. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, moving on to the last, the last, uh, the last pick, and that's my number one pick, which is Justice Winslow. Okay. You know he's you know one and done. A great pick. And you know he he was picked uh, tenth in the draft. Another you know Duke alum. Mm-hmm. And you know, going into Miami, whenever a rookie is drafted by a Miami, it's like you know what, this guy's probably going to be a very good player. Mm-hmm. You know, even even if they were picked in the in the second round or something, it's like there's a real reason why. It's like there's always a real reason. There's always a plan mm-hmm. for a player who gets moved to Miami. Like they 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 have a plan for every single player yeah. that they pick because they're just so organized. Mm-hmm. And you know, he is a small forward, but you know. Last year he played he played the point a bit yeah um when the, there was a couple of injuries and you know he put up good numbers and things like that but he's been the, he's he was playing there you know he's played four seasons no five seasons actually with Miami and you never really saw any improvement he stayed kind of stagnant and that kind of seems like the theme with these players they haven't made that jump yet whether it's because you know we expect too much from them in a little time because they come into the league at you know 18 19 20 years old um but you know you you think five years is a good enough you know sample size i mean when people were like 
was, you know, busting Lonzo, you know, in his rookie year and things mm-hmm. like that. That was getting a little bit too much, but you could understand it because of what Lavar did. Yeah, hundred percent. We know when, but when you've had five years in the league and you've you've been a, you know, well, can, you can you've kind of been a starter, you know, for like half of it. Yeah, I mean, you would think that you would, you know, improve as a player, especially playing, you know, under Spolstra. Mm-hmm. But he never really made that jump. So, you know, my Miami was like, you know, let's cut our losses. I mean, we've got a ball handler in, in Jimmy Butler now. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't really make sense to have Winslow. They have a, a good enough team. You know, they've got, you know, Drag, Dragic to handle the ball as well. Yeah, off the bench. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it didn't really make sense for them to to keep him. And, you know, they, they moved him on. Now he's playing at... Um, Pretty sure he's playing at uh, Memphis now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe he can be, you know, a good a good pickup for them. He's a kind of he'll kind of be like a vet for them, even though he's only twenty four. Yeah. The team is so young. But yeah, so maybe he can, you know, like um, Josh Jackson, he can, you know, reignite, you know, his his NBA career. Yeah. Hopefully, I I never wish bad on anyone, and I hope he does. Um. But yeah. That was actually a very interesting top five from each of us. Uh, I actually like doing that one. That one, out of all the research I've had to do, that's the one that um, troubled me the most because the options, <laughs> you had a lot. So many. Exactly. And sometimes that's what makes it even more difficult. Like when there's, for example, some of the other lists, we basically had the same because they've basically been like no-brainers. But this one, you actually have yeah. to think and like, look at um, draft prospects coming into the league and etc. Et do, do we have any of the same players? None at all. I don't believe. Oh, wow. None at all. Which just shows... And I, I don't feel like one of us picked a bad player that doesn't deserve to be on here, if you ask yeah. me. So it just shows the... I, I can't say poor, but it just shows how... How much the draft is such a risk. Yeah. Um, you just... Sometimes you just... You can... You think... You pick a player and he's a you know a surefire star, mm-hmm. and you know you like we just saw Jokic second round, and now he's probably the best player in that draft, and he one of the best players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really it's a difficult one, a very difficult, very difficult, and it's that's, that's what I love about the draft. You get some second round guys that end up being stars in this league. Mm. Yeah. So we finished uh, that, and that was a good one, and hope we'll try and do more of um that you know more of that fashion and we move on to the football side yeah. of the podcast and uh we decided on making a top 10 list for the most under talked about underrated worst signings in football mm-hmm. you know we didn't want to make it too easy to just say you know the worst signings ever and just put people like you know fernando torres and you know andy carroll things mm-hmm. like that we yeah. want to make it a little bit more difficult, you know, players that we would be like, oh, wow, we didn't think you would have him. And just, just to make it a little bit different. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like, I feel like we're going to have quite, I don't, I don't, I don't no. think we're going to have that many similar players. To I Maybe I, like one or two, I think. Yeah, I think one or two. I, I don't think we're going to have the same players because the pool of yeah. players to choose from was, again, very huge. And I'm I'm going to come a little controversial as well. So, you know. Okay. So you're, okay, if you're going to go controversial, you want to kick give, it give me, give, give me, yeah, kick it off for me. Number ten, a player I adore. Okay, so again, disclaimer: this okay. does not mean the player's bad. This means that this signing did not work. 
and this yeah. period of, of their life. And so before this, it could be amazing. I mean, like after this, it could be amazing. But I have to go with Ibrahimovic going to Barcelona. 46 okay, okay. million plus Samuel Eto, summer 2009. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a horrible one, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is ridiculous. And obviously, we all know um, him and Pep Guardiola did not get along. So, again, I'd say that is a huge part as to why he didn't succeed because he's dominated every other league in every other top five league in the world. He's bagged over 20 goals, Italy, England, all like he's, he's Zlatan in it. I'm going to talk like him, like I am Zlatan, but yeah, just the, the signing did not go well. Again, his, his ego did play like, obviously Pep Guardiola's ego does not get spoken enough as, as amazing as Pep Guardiola is. And if anyone who doesn't know, I recommend you go watch that Amazon documentary about Man City. Yeah. His ego is very underrated. And imagine Guardiola and Ibrahimovic just, just going at each other. It's Oof. mad. So it was never going to work. Um, And yeah, obviously it was only one season. And of course, he was obviously... He was forced to play in the shadow of Leo Messi. But obviously, at the time, I don't think... Ibra probably thought in his heart of hearts he was better than Messi, even though he wasn't. But yeah, I know, yeah. knowing how Ibra thinks, he probably thought, yeah. Um, extreme confidence. Yeah. But I uh, I can't even say that at the time he was, he was better than Eto at the time, but I can't say he was Eto plus 46 million euros worth better no than chance. him. No chance. Which is why I have to have him on this list. And disclaimer, I love this guy. I love this guy, but yeah, you know it's a it's a that's a great pick because added is that Eto went to Inter Milan and won the treble Jump, after yeah, exactly, that exactly with Mourinho Pep's Pep's nemesis exactly so that makes it even worse. that's a great that's a great one I didn't have that one mm-hmm. um but that's yeah I I I would say that you know that could should be even higher. You think so? But, you know, I, I would say it. Dude, I would say it. Because of that, I did bonus be, as well. Because it's Latin and I don't want to get destroyed in it. I'll just, I'll just keep him at 10. I'll keep him at 10. Uh, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, kicking off with my number 10. Mm-hmm. Now, I, this one just feels mine. Because you dropped you dropped <laughs> Ibrahimovic and you dropped Eto. I mean, I'm just coming with this guy. I mean, I'm feeling a little bit sad now. But um, I went, I went for Johan Kabay to PSG. What a shout! Oh, for secret, you done me dirty. Oh, oh did I? Yeah, no. oh, beautiful. I would have had him. How could I forget the way he was bodying it at Newcastle? Anyway, it's your pick. Let me get quiet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because as you said, he was bodying at Newcastle. You know, he was. I, I don't want to say he was one of the best midfielders in the league. I don't. He wasn't. It's, it's hard but, to know, say that, but he was up there. But he was balling in a Newcastle side that was Crap. getting Europa League. No, I remember when they had Denver, when they had Denver Bar, and you, you know that when they had that weird period when they were like going for sixth and fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under Alan Vardy, it was like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. He was he was born in there, and um, it was kind of a, it was a weird transfer. I was like, huh, PSG? I mean, he's not going to start there, and it was twenty million pounds. Yeah, it was like it was like he was kind of too good for Newcastle, but too but bad he was too PSG. rubbish for PSG. Hundred percent. And then he was yeah he played there for one year. He scored one league goal. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he he came straight back to the Premier League for to Crystal Palace. Yeah, and now he's back at Saint. Et- now he's back in France and Saint Etienne. And you know, Kabay was a very very good player. percent. You know, a very talented football player. But um, twenty million pounds on a player that was there for a year. Uh, um, yeah, it just didn't work out. Uh, yeah, that uh, for Superman. Uh, that 
you you underplayed your pick. You are you really underplayed that, your pick. Uh, I, I, I have to uh, give you credit for that one. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, yeah. How could I forget? Especially because like that is the period where I was watching Match of the Day like every every Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So that obviously I remember the the Kabai body and yeah, just Benafa ripping man. And yeah, no, uh, that, exactly. that Newcastle team was actually very decent. You're right. I was a bit harsh to, to say their crap. And oh, oh, as we're speaking about Newcastle, before I go into then my next pick, what is this I'm hearing about their owner and all this and all this? It's mad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, we we did say we would want to mention it a little bit. Yeah, I don't know his name. I wouldn't know how some, to pronounce some it. Some shake. Uh, I hope. Yeah, from from Qatar. I think he's yeah. from Qatar. I don't want to stereotype. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's worth apparently two hundred and sixty billion pounds. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's new 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 news today. BN Sports, um, they told the Premier League and they advised the Premier League and the twenty Premier League clubs to not let the guy purchase Newcastle. Mm-hmm. And you know, he has paid a deposit to um, Mike, Ashley Mike Ashley and Newcastle. And he's already, you know, tweeted about Newcastle and how he wants to, you know, get them back into the, the Champions League, League and things Lord. like that. Lord. So, um, yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work if if they're gonna if if they're gonna scupper the the, the move. Um, who knows? But um, yeah. yeah, it's just it's a bit of a crazy one though. Newcastle, you know. I I just wouldn't mention that, but um, I'm sure the Geordies are begging that it happens because Mike Ashley is oh my days. Um, Apparently they're going in for Antoine Griezmann. I heard that. Over know. my dead body. Oh, <laughs> I hate this, man. Oh my god. Great. That sounds like some career move. Yeah, from, that, some that sounds like right there. that's not something Lemmy will do in football manager. I'm joking. I'm uh. joking. I'm joking. I love you, Lemmy. I love it. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but um, uh, no, I know his football manager realistic. It was just a joke. But yeah, yeah no. Um, that uh, that's mad. He agrees with it in Newcastle. I know for I see the day. <laughs> it's bad. Okay, but going on to my next pick, I said I'm coming controversial. The last player mm, I named yep. was world class. And this guy I'm about to name is also world class. And he's a <sighs> okay. legend. Legend. A legend, in my opinion, he's a legend. Oh, no. And he was in London recently. I don't know if you saw the video. In London recently, he surprised these oh. guys. And some <laughs> some random random baller from the ends was screaming, Kaka, cut back, cut back, and Kaka, <laughs> yeah. Kaka ignored him and slapped in the top bins like he should. Yeah. And I've just spoiled who my pick was. But yeah, uh it has to be Kaka from AC Milan to Real Madrid. Uh, 68.5 million euros. Again, the same summer, 2009. Yeah. And it, it, it does seem very, very bad for me to have one of the the finest players in our generation in uh, such a list. Um, I mean, you don't really I'm give a damn about disrespecting people. Okay. Uh, do you know what it is? You, I, you really don't. <laughs> bro, uh, maybe I'm too controversial, but I suppose uh, it, it, it gives us a balance because like, I can't believe I'm naming a Ballon d'Or winner in this list. Some people might, <laughs> some people might think I'm drunk, innit? But obviously I'm talking yeah, about yeah, his yeah. time at Real Madrid. Obviously injuries did not do him great. And then I have to say it, my guy Mesut Ozil was just the best player in that position in the world at the time. So it was yeah. a mixture of the two. And considering, and again, this list, it, it doesn't mean he was terrible. Obviously, he wasn't terrible as Kaka. But it's just, it's a bad transfer that doesn't get spoken about a lot. And I feel like yeah. because it's Kaka and Ibrahimovic, because they're legends of the game, these transfers don't get spoken about, which is yeah. why I try to think about how I'm going to go about this list. 
So I've mentioned two world class players. Some people might think I'm mad, but I just feel like for for the expectation of this transfer, it, it then generally did not work out. So um, Kaka number nine. Yeah, I mean, I was I was actually thinking of I was thinking about Kaka, but I didn't I didn't put him in because of the injuries. But I completely forgot about the Meza Özil point that mm-hmm. like he was. He was there at the same time, and he was he was the best you know cam in the world at that time. So mm-hmm. that that's that that makes it a, a viable pick. And um, weirdly, my my ninth guy is uh, someone who also who again went to PSG. So ten and nine went to PSG, okay. and uh, you'll be like, damn, I, I remember this guy. He was he was highly rated. And this is a uh, Gregor's Krachowak. I'm pretty sure I pronounced the name right. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I, 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 I think but, yeah, Krachowak. Yeah, Kroshovia. Yeah, a good pick as well. So, what Spanish team was he playing for again before he went? To he the... was playing for Sevilla. That's it. He was playing for Sevilla. I know because you know Sevilla beat Liverpool. Playing for that clan manager, wasn't he? That clan manager. Who? Yeah, I'm not mentioning his name on this podcast ever again. But that manager, he was playing under. What's it? Oh, 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 I completely, I completely forgot. Oh yeah, that guy. That yeah, you know, just just not to upset you, I won't, I won't mention his name. <laughs> but he was playing for him. Um, and yeah, he had a great, you know, couple of years at Sevilla, and he was highly rated. Uh, he was highly rated. He yeah. was highly coveted, as you can see why he went to PSG for about you know twenty five, thirty million pounds. Crazy. But he's a guy that it, again, it just did not work out for him. He played about I don't know, fifteen, twenty games before you know he went to various clubs on loan. He went to freaking West, West Brom. Brom. West Brom, West seriously. Brom. Wait, can I ask a question? Did that clown sign him? That clown that he that who was who was his manager in Sevilla, did he go PSG and then sign him again? It wouldn't yes, surprise me if he did. Yes, he did. Clown. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, um yeah, he actually oh wow, he actually played eleven games. It was eleven games he played for um PSG. Now he plays in the Russian Premier League. I mean, it's weird how some players you that you can go to such heights and then so quickly. Mm-hmm. You could go from PSG to West Brom. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But um, yeah, he 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 was he was brilliant in at least in the Europa League final where I did actually see him play. And um, yeah, so on to you. Okay. Um, going into my number eight pick. Um, again, a very good player. It's weird because I'm not really like. I feel like maybe I've gone about this the wrong way. But it's Carlos Tevez, and this isn't his move to. This is his move from Boca Junior, Boca Junior, sorry, to Shanghai Sahuna, which made him the highest paid player in football history. It, okay. The transfer okay. fee was, I believe, around reported seventy million pounds. I'm hearing, and he ended up. Um, he didn't win them anything, and then they sold him back to Boca Juniors, which is crazy on a loss. Yeah. So um, Boca Juniors are laughing because they're like, "Hey, have Tevez, we'll make money, and we'll get him back, and still make money." So, but yeah, it's just a yearly salary of forty-one million dollars. He was earning more than LeBron James. He, yeah, he was. Yeah, he is. Imagine <laughs> he was eating money, and um, <laughs> if I mention this to you, he was accused of being overweight. Does that surprise you? It does not. Um, and I believe he scored four goals in 20 appearances. Yeah. For Imagine playing 70 M's. Wow. And you're getting four goals in 20. That is mad. 
as in and and not only you, you not only you paying 70 m's you're paying 41 million but i'm happy china's been stopped because they were about to ruin football and yeah, then, was, it was getting so crazy there are a couple guys that went over there that i feel like they shouldn't ramirez is one uh from chelsea alex yep. to who was so close to joining liverpool he's another oh one. my goodness yes and Shira. oscar my namesake I'll call him Oscar and Boba, but <laughs> yeah, I, I rated Oscar, man. I had a lot, not only because he had the same name as me, but he was actually good at Chelsea. And um, yeah, China were just destroying football. But uh, I, I, yeah, carry on. No, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, Carlos Tevez, that I feel like that transfer, it doesn't get speaking about, spoken about, sorry, because it's China, but it's an awful transfer. If you look at the wages and the fees spent and the output that they got, just to send it back where, where he came from. Yeah, because you said you said Carlos Tevez, and I was like, "Huh?" Like <laughs> to which club? Yeah, no. and then you said you're Shanghai Shenhua, and mm-hmm. then it made sense. And on the Oscar point, at that point in time when he left, there was conversations about who's better, Oscar or Felipe Coutinho. I was yeah. like, it's not even a conversation. Mm-hmm. So then when he when he when he went to when he when he went to China, I was like, that should tell you all va- that should tell you all that you know. Yeah, if his man's going to China when he's like 25 years old, so. I think he's still he's still there, isn't it? I mean, I at least he's, he's so. getting that money, so mm-hmm. good on him. Um, but yeah, uh, number eight again. This is a third midfielder. Okay. After after this one, it gets interesting. But okay. I went for you know this this people might say not not really, but I'm going for Morgan Schneider into Man United. Oh man, you're you're doing you're doing so well, man. We're both doing well actually, but you're you're actually surprised to me. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Because <laughs> that you know, Schneiderlin, you know, when he was at he was at Southampton for a long time, seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was part of the team where, you know, they finished, I think, fifth or sixth in the league. And, you know, they had Lalana and they had Ricky Lambert and Jay Rodriguez and all the other players. And he was again Highly coveted, and obviously, my night won him. They got him. Arsenal, you know, wanted him. Uh, I'm sure you wanted him. Um, one of the best defensive midfielders in the Premier League when yeah. he was playing. Tottenham wanted him. They ended up going to Manchester United, but it just, you know, never really worked out. Never played to the levels he did at Southampton. Mm-hmm. He didn't hold a, really a starting place in the team. No, he didn't. And um, yeah, near the end, he just he barely played. And now he's at Everton, and again he hasn't really lived up to his, you know, the, the money that's been spent. Mm-hmm. I mean, Man United spent twenty five million on him, yeah. and Everton spent twenty million on him. Um, so that's a that's a bit of a difficult one for Schneider because he was looking unbelievable at Southampton, but has had two moves now and hasn't hasn't justified his price tag. Uh, that that's a great pick. I'm not gonna lie, that is a great pick. And speaking of like the the him the Manchester United aspect is that that era of Manchester United was weird. Like that's when they had um they had another player that I might mention. I'm still deciding. They also had Bastian Schweinsteiger. Like that yeah. that era of football was so weird. It feels like such a long long time ago. Obviously Van Gaal. I know, right? Um, but it, it really wasn't that that long ago if you think about it. It was like what five years ago. Yeah, so oh. that's a, that's another great pick, mate. It's another great pick. You you're you're, you're doing <laughs> me out here, man. You're, you're making me look bad. Um, okay, going on to my next pick. I don't know. I have a number of players written down on my list. I don't know which one to pick exactly. Okay, I'm gonna go for this one. So basically, and I want to put him higher. No, I don't rate this. No, I want to put him higher. I want. I'm going. Uh, no, I'm gonna put this guy higher to annoy some oh, people. Oh, okay. Well, not to annoy some people, but it will make me feel good. 
because he went to a club that I dislike. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. This is where I'm gonna mention the guy that I just thought about, which is Di Maria to Manchester United. Again, okay. um, it's a transfer that uh, obviously he was playing in the same era as the, the guys we just mentioned. It's a transfer that it wasn't the worst ever, ever, ever. Because he did get a couple of assists in the league and he gave himself some apple. But the expectation that's coming on this guy, coming off of winning the Champions League with um, Ancelotti and Gareth Bale and them lot in um, in Real Madrid for a fee of £60 million, which in 2014, bro, that, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And taking the coveted number seven shirt um, from Manchester United... Uh, and to be fair, they did get some money back from him by selling him back back to um, PSG, but yeah. it didn't work out in terms of. And it, I feel like nobody talks about it because it's again, it's another player you could argue. With. Right now, he's playing at a world class level. This season at PSG, he was balling out with alongside uh, Mbappe and Neymar. But uh, the the guy is so talented. But he, the Premier League just wasn't cut out for him. Wasn't yeah. cut out for him. It, it, the cold, the, the, the complaining, uh, uh, so much. <laughs> Why is all these foreign guys complaining about the cold? You know what you're signing yeah. up for. Not only that, you're going to Manchester as well. Like you're going to Manchester, and it's gonna be cold up there. Like it's like someone going to going to Stoke and complaining. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the the it's just the fee, um, that he um, the fee that he went for was, and the the quality of player that he is and that he was. What was played at the time? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. He, I believe, he got play of the final in the Champions League final against Atletico Madrid that year because Ancelotti had a month. Oh, when they won, uh, was it when they won four one? Yeah, extra time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which, he did, yeah. Ancelotti had a masterpiece of a team that that year. Um, obviously, Bale, Benzema, Ronaldo, and just playing Di Maria and centre mid. The technical ability of Di Maria, I think Di Maria has got the best outside of the foot pass ever. Some of ah, so this is what I mean, and it pains me to put him on here. But Di Maria to Manchester United is a bad transfer. Does not that does not get spoken about. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about him. Yeah, that is a good pick. It's because he was only there for a year in it, so people kind of just like dismiss it, like. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so now it gets interest. Oh, and on two ones, this one, hmm. yeah, this one might be a little bit. No, no, this one is definitely yeah, for sure. So my number seven is Thomas Lamata at Atletico Madrid. You've done me again. Oh, I've done you again. Ah, man, unlucky. Ah, how could I forget? Because we were apparently got about to pay ninety-two million pound for him, and we yeah, we were in it. Yeah, God, thank God, God is good. Anyway, at at the time he was he was linked with Liverpool and Arsenal. We 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 both genuinely wanted him, but. Mm Um, we didn't want to pay the money for him. I mean, we ended up getting, you know, a, a, a couple of wings. I think you know who they are. And um, yeah, 92 million Arsenal weren't just, just not going to pay that. And it's just not worth it. But he ended up going to Atletico for around, I think it was like 70 million, 65, 70 million. And you know, he was one of those players that at Monaco who Coming out was Monaco. brilliant yep. and you know won the league. And uh, he got his big money move, but he just hasn't done it. He hasn't, not he's all. scored, I think like, Three goals or something like that. That's awful. In his in his first season, um, I'm just looking up what he's how many years. Three, yeah, three goals in his first season, mm-hmm. and he hasn't even scored in the league this season. Seventeen appearances, no goals. Tough. 
I mean, he was never the he was never a, a goal proper goal scorer mm-hmm. at Monaco. I mean, yeah. He scored nine goals the season that they won the league, mm-hmm. and two the following season. <laughs> so the fact that he still ended up getting that big money move is absolutely unbelievable. Um, I, but it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. Do you know why? Because of the age and because of that whole Monaco team. You think about it, that team got ransacked. Even yeah. your Bakayoko's got got a big money move to Chelsea. You got your yeah. your Mendy to Man City, your Bernardo Silva to Man City. Obviously Mbappe to PSG. Who else left? Fabinho. Like that team got ran. Like they, their teams in Europe was like, yeah, I'll take him. I'll take him. He's mine. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Lamar. <laughs> obviously, he didn't leave straight away. So I feel like he he was kind of coming. And ten goals for for a winger in the four four two system is not that bad. Think about it, because obviously these yeah, Mbappe yeah. and Falcao up front, so he was playing in the left, or so it's not it's not a bad output, and he looked like he was showing potential. Obviously, the uh, left footed, old fashioned winger, left footed playing on the left side, yeah, and he, he very quick dribble and obviously making a making a front squad, front squad, whatever, whatever. So, but yeah, it, it hasn't worked out. That's that's another that's another great pick. That you, you you came with, I'm not gonna lie to you. Someone, someone's kind of jealous. I am kind of jealous, man. You're you're doing very well, but I am going to use one of the clubs you just used now, Atletico Madrid. And for me, Ooh. it's another poor signing that they made. I I could have said them getting Diego Costa back, but I'm not going to talk about that. What I'm going to say is them signing Jackson Martinez from Porto. Oh, that's a great pick. Because that's a great pick. Jackson Martinez was. Banging in goals in Porto. I, I even was like warming up to the idea of him coming to Arsenal at the time. Yeah. He was heavily linked with us, and we needed a strike. We needed a striker, and obviously, um, he went to the World Cup with Colombia. And I was like, okay, yeah, this, this is gonna be an a, like a, an amazing signing. And yeah, again, <laughs> it just didn't work out. And because, especially when Atletico Madrid sign a striker, I automatically assume they're going to do well because their history is so rich, so 100%. rich. You got your Agueros, Diego Costa before before coming back, like Griezmann. Like there's so many Forlan, Forlan Torres. Forlan. Yep, man, it's crazy. Elite, elite, and I thought, okay, if Atletico are picking up a striker and it's him, I thought, okay, he's gonna he's gonna bang goals. The output was just not the same. Just not the same, and I believe they paid around forty million um pounds for him. Yeah, which is again back then that's a lot of money, and now he it just it just didn't work out for him at all, man. Like I mean, good on them. I, I believe he only he only made fifteen appearances and scored two goals. Jeez, that's tough. But yeah, I, you were saying it's that, like, yeah. How, yeah, like he they managed to get the money back for him, like a, a few million more actually. When he went to how, how do you pronounce Zhang Zhangju Evergrande? God knows how, but yeah, I know you talk about that, that, that team, yeah, that's the <laughs> same team that that uh, not necessarily signed for them, but yeah, he's he spent there, he was there for like two years, two, mm-hmm. three years, mm-hmm. and um, now he's back in Portugal and. He's 33 years old now. He's coming to the end of his career, but it's just like, what could have done? I mean, he was out for two years with an ankle injury when he was in China. So exactly, that's that. That was you know devastating for my own. I, yeah, I think. But 
it's just it's just peak. It just never worked out for him at if the highest we, level. If we talk about sixty-seven goals in ninety appearances in the league for Porto, that's immense. Even if because like even if it's the Portuguese league, that's still a that's unbelievable a, a, unbelievable return. And yeah, it's just a shame. Yeah, so uh, that was was that your number six? Mm-hmm. Okay, so was that your number six? I believe so. Okay, cool. Yeah. So uh this is my number six now. This is where it gets interesting for me. Mm-hmm. And this is one that you I'd I one hundred percent you haven't even thought of. One hundred percent. Go on. Robbie Keane to Liverpool. Ah yeah, I didn't feel that. Robbie oh, Keane to Liverpool. You're sniping them out, mate. You're sniping them out. One of the weirdest signings Liverpool's ever made, one hundred percent. Nah, you don't make weird signings. I'm sorry. Uh, but this was just like he was at Tottenham for so long, a legend. And when he just came to Liverpool, I was like, I was like, huh? I was like, I was so confused because mm-hmm. I, I don't even think we were linked with him that much. Yeah. And then he came, and then I was just like, it just looks so weird to see him in that Liverpool kit. We signed him for like twenty million pounds, and it was like it, it was looking good because like this was this was freaking. We had Torres, you had Keane, you had Gerrard, yeah, and you know Keane, you know, is banging in goals for Tottenham in the Premier League, one a top Premier League striker at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, he was there for six months. He was there for six months. He left in January. That's mad. Twelve million, and like it just it was just like it just weird. I mean, he scored like he, he he didn't do well. Obviously, he left six months late. He scored like five goals in like twenty games, and yeah, it was just it was it was just best for him to go to Tottenham, just to go back to Tottenham. And then he spent another how many years there? He spent two years there, and then he just you know went to America and things like that. But it was just a strange signing for us. Yeah, no, it it, it was a weird one. It definitely a weird one. I, again, I, it's one of those I'll never understand why why you lot actually signed him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Again, it's it's another good pick because I forgot about it because he he was there six months. Six months. I, I don't associate him with with Liverpool. I'm not gonna lie to you. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you, you shouldn't. Yeah. And that just slipped my mind completely. Um, okay, now going on to my wait, I've done Ibra Kaka Tevez, Di Maria Martinez. So I've done five. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So going on to my four. Uh, I have to. Uh, okay, I thought about naming someone that I've named in in the previous episode on the podcast, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it original. I'm gonna go for Josie out the door. I'm gonna go for Josie to... out to, to Sunderland. Oh, okay, Sunderland. Um, again, an American striker who was banging in goals in the MLS, and obviously Sunderland <laughs> have um always needed goals to be fair because they always scrap in relegation. Yeah, and yeah, Altido was not it, not it at all. He, I thought. <laughs> He's only scored two goals at Sunderland. And I, they brought him to, to keep them up in the league. It's mad. Um, 70 games in English football. Obviously, he played for um, Hull City as well. So, just... <laughs> <laughs> I bet you forgot about that, didn't you? I completely and forgot about that. Obviously, in the MLS, I was like, right, this guy is tall, strong, quick. And he could finish... He just wasn't it. He just wasn't it. 
again, it, I, some people are just not cut out for the Premier League. Yeah. And it kind of just shows that it's the best league in the world because even like your Di Maria's, just, some people just can't do it in this league. And then um, then it's funny, he, he, he goes to Toronto after leaving Sunderland in, and then starts banging goals again. I'll be fume, <laughs> I'll be fuming. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go for Josie out the door because nobody talks about it because I feel like everyone's forgot about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's an awful transfer for them. And hence why they're not in the league no more. Thank God. Well, they're now like League One. I think they're in League One now. Yeah, they're. they're I, I don't feel bad at all. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but apparently, there's a um, shout out to Cudi and shout out to Hoop Dreams podcast. Apparently, there's a Netflix series about Sunderland on. On. Oh yes, Sunderland till I die. Yeah, yeah. and Cudi recommended. It's really good. So I'm, I'm gonna give oh. it a try. I, I want to laugh a little bit. <laughs> and like, yeah, just looking back at him, I mean, he murked the Eredivisie. He marked it, 16 goals and then 23 goals, and that's what gave him the move to Sunderland. Mm-hmm. And then he just absolutely destroyed them. Yeah, he did. I mean, yeesh. <laughs> but, um, yeah. You know, he looks a bit like Jason Derulo. He does. He does. Obviously, he looks like And I know he's, but, he's dating someone yeah. famous. I forgot. Yeah, uh, Sloane Stevens. That's it, tennis. tennis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so going on to my number five. Um, four, three, two, yeah. No, my, my number five mm-hmm. is um, Michi Bashwai to Chelsea. Okay, that's yeah. a player who just no one, re- no one remembers that they spent like 32 million on this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, just because he's a bench player doesn't mean he wasn't worth a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, where he was banging in goals for Marseille, was it? I think it was Marseille, and you know, he was he was seen as you know, the the successor kind of to Drogba, not comparing him to Drogba, but to be, you know, Chelsea's next long-term striker. Mm-hmm. That they got him from the same team that, you know, Drogba played for Marseille. Yep. And um, it just, it hasn't worked out. I mean, he's been on loan at like 25 different times. He He's actually done well at some of the clubs he's been on loan at. He, he did well at Dortmund. He scored goals for Dortmund. Mm-hmm. He did well at Crystal Palace. He scored goals there. But for some reason, they just didn't sign him. So now he's been resigned to a bench role at Chelsea. Yeah. Um, now you know, Tammy Abrams, Tammy Abrams, you know the the, the starting striker, strike, the first starting striker now. I mean, Bashwai has barely played this season, mm-hmm. and I think he's around twenty six now. And it's really just time for him to go. I mean, you're you're getting you're you're on the bench due to like a 21, 22 year old. Yeah, and you know um, he's only gonna he's only Abrams only gonna get better, and Bashwai really should be playing. First team football, yeah. At that age, has, has been playing it for years. He should have been playing it for years, but mm-hmm. he is time for him to go. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, that's that, that's another great pick. Um, where do I want to go next? Because I've got a couple guys that want. Okay, I'm gonna go here. Then my next pick, which will be my my third third pick, okay, is someone who. You're gonna remember, but I don't know if he's on your list. I feel like he might be because you're 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 having a good run at the moment. But I'm gonna go for Joe. Um who Oh Joe oh yeah Man City obviously yeah. was signed for twenty million in two thousand eight, which again is a lot of money back then. Um this is just before the Sheikh Mansour era, so um uh yeah. <sighs> His, which is good for which is why people might not talk about it because um 
then Man City became successful right after. But this was an awful signing because, like, at the time, I remember this is when I first started understanding, like, signings of football. And this guy was so coveted. And he was even starting for Brazil and da 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 da. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wasn't good. I'm so sorry. He, he obviously, he even had a loan spell in in between his time at um, Man City. And he scored six goals in total. It's just a poor, poor signing. Uh, another one that failed to live up, live up to the hype. And, um, yeah, uh, man. It's, uh, again, one that Man City will get away with because they had the injection of cash afterwards. But um, this isn't the last Man City player I'm going to name. Oh, mm-hmm. see now I'm interested, but yeah, Joe, that's the player I'll, I'll I'll always remember. Not like for just like him playing football, but I just remember that that era of City when they they just they were just going to start to get money. I remember. Do you remember Alano? They signed Alano yeah. around the same time. Mm-hmm. I just remember. I just really remember them on FIFA and things like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's why I remember Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so moving on to my f- my fourth pick now mm-hmm. is um. Roberto Soldado to Tottenham. Good pick. Thank you. But yeah, Soldado, you know, bought, you know, with a portion of the money that Tottenham recouped for Gareth Bale. I think they spent around 26 million on Soldado. Mm. And, you know, he made a, you know, a great start mm-hmm. to um, Tottenham. I mean, he scored like three, I think he scored like three penalties in his first three games. Yeah. And I think they were all, I think they were all match winners. Mm-hmm. But then after after the penalties ran out, he, he, nothing else happened. I mean, I think he scored like one or two goals from open play. Mm-hmm. Um, after after those penalties, he scored six goals in his debut campaign, and then he just scored one goal in his next season. And then he just he went back to Spain, and then since then he's just you know he's he went to Fenerbahce. Yep. Now he's back in Spain. But that's someone who just it just again, like you said before, there's some players who just not really cut out for the Premier League and he's he was one of them, just wasn't cut out for the Premier League and he never really seemed to get back into the form he was at, at Valencia. Yeah. Um after his tenure at Tottenham. But um that's I mean, so a lot of the signings that they, they had that um that uh, summer when they saw Bale like some of them just didn't work out. I mean they had Ericsson worked out, Dembele worked out. Lamella, he's still there. I'm sorry, it didn't work out. You spent like 25 million on him just because he's been there. It doesn't mean it's worked yeah, out. Yeah, no, like, it, it hasn't worked out. He scored. He scored one out. one good goal in the Europa League. And man, man thinks this is a good time. Oh, yeah, the, the Rabona. And <laughs> Rabona. his his countryman, um, who was their manager? Second, Pochettino just used to love playing him. I don't know why. Some kind of bias. Yeah. Like I can't believe this guy was starting over Son. Like obviously Son is a player who he is now, and he's by far. But a few years ago, I was screaming at this guy, even though he's Tottenham, play son. Like, I want my points on FPL. But this this stupid guy was, well, not stupid, but the guy just insisted on playing his countryman. And yeah, Lamella definitely didn't work out. And yeah, so Dada was a great pick. And do you remember earlier when I said I want to pick him earlier? That's who I wanted to pick. But since he's oh, spoken okay. about him, I, I'm not, I'm not going to pick him. So my next pick. Okay. Hey, I'm going to throw a statement out there. I'm actually going to let you guess who, who you think it was. This player was at one point the most expensive, not not currently, at one point was the most expensive centre-back in the world. Most expensive centre-back in the world? Mm-hmm. It, give, me, give me like a timeline. Like, 42, like million, 42 million and the transfer was completed in 2014. 
2014, 42 million. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, 42. Okay, so this one would have broken. I think it must. He probably would have broken Ferdinand. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna put you out your misery. It's Mangala to Man City. Mangala. He wait. He was once the world's most expensive defender. Yeah. Um. It. Uh, because of Holy add-ons, it, it ended up being around forty-two million pounds, according to my research. That guy. Oh my goodness. And he was. He just came in the Premier League and became a liability. An absolute liability. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like if if Otamendi starting over you, you've got to think about your life. I'm so you sorry. You really do. 42 million pounds. And again, it's another signing that I believe nobody talks about because it's Man City and obviously they they went on to win the league. He's actually won a couple of Premier League titles as well. Uh, but, <laughs> but Mendy, Mendy's got titles. So he's deserved. We'll talk about that another time. But yeah, Kyle's just bad. I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing to talk about I, Mangala. I, I just mean. remember him. I forgot who he was playing, but somebody ripped him, deleted him out of game. I think it was either a Liverpool player, Man City, or not Man City, a Liverpool player or Man United player. Someone just absolutely <laughs> tore him a new one and he just saw his Maltese head fall to the ground. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Mangala is my one of my worst signings ever. That doesn't get spoken about. And now he's he's at, he's he's back in Spain. Mm-hmm. He's playing for Valencia now, but yeah, he was just he only played fifty seven times for Man City. I mean, they they he went out he went out on loan twice. I mean, yeah, they've they've wasted a lot of money, but they've just they've they've bought so many good players and they've won a lot of they've won a lot of trophies. Mm-hmm. Like, as you said, you just kind of forget, you just kind of forget. I mean, yeah, but yeah. Um, so my third pick is another player who went to Liverpool. I want to try and guess this one. Went to Liverpool. The transfer was about uh, like eleven, like ten, eleven years ago. Ten, eleven years ago. Oh, yeah. But it it was for like a a chunk of money. It was it was it was quite a lot of money at that time. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. I actually want. I'm gonna throw. I guess. Ten, eleven years ago. Okay, now that has spun me. I can't actually think. Let me tell you. It is Alberto Aquilani. Oh my god. <laughs> no, Alberto Aquilani. <laughs> oh Aquilani. Oh my goodness. Wait, how much was it? That guy. It was twenty million. In ten, eleven years ago? Yeah. Damn. I always remember that transfer. I was so damn excited. He he was like talked about like the next Perlo. The next Perlo, Alberto Aquilani. Mm-hmm. You know he was play, he's played for Roma for a few years, and this was his big money move. Evan, ugh, injuries, form. It, he just never settled. He was with us for like a season, and then he went on loan to like a bunch of different clubs. He's retired now, but that's 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 a that's a transfer that. It should have worked out because he was a talented player. Mm-hmm. It was 2009, actually. He was, yeah, 2009. He went on loan to Juventus and Milan mm-hmm. before just leaving us completely to Fiorentina. But this guy, he was, his nickname was The Prince, bro. The Prince. I know. <laughs> but uh, he just, bro, sadly, never. He was, he was like a, um, he was gonna be like the he was gonna be our replacement for Alonso. Yeah. 
Because a lot Alonso left like the same year or the year after or something like that, mm-hmm. and the same time Aquilani came, but sadly it just never worked out for the guy. I know, I, I, man, that was another great pick, another great pick. Boy, okay, so going on to my last pick, okay, I was stuck between two. It's your last pick. Yeah, I've got two more picks. What the hell? Oh, we we we, we, we definitely counted wrong. Yeah, we no, must have counted wrong. Okay, so I was going to mention Michael Lowen going to Newcastle. Yeah. But I'm okay. not. I feel like uh, the one I've mentioned was a bit more higher profile and it did not um, live up to the explanation. And it it doesn't really get spoken about, but it's Radamel Falcao to United. Like, when they signed this I mean, guy, I was shivering in my boots. I'm not going to lie to you. I <laughs> yeah. was... Scared. Like, I watched this guy destroy Chelsea in the Super Cup final. I watched this guy bang goals in Atletico Madrid. Like, this guy, like, he put fear into my heart. And <laughs> let, let me read you a stat. Uh, it was actually a loan spell, but I'm including it because, basically, he scored... I can't remember, he wasn't a lot of goals. but It ended up being 4 million poor goal, what it ended up to be. Because Jeez. he was being paid... Two hundred and sixty-five thousand a week. United really got screwed, huh? They really got screwed. Like, it's crazy how I know Ferguson would not have let that run. But I reckon if under Ferguson, this guy would have bangled. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, it's crazy how that one man can just be so crazy. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Now nah, I thought, and then even when you look at his time at Chelsea as well, so. Even more forgettable. Even more forgettable. So I could, I could even put Alexander Pato in there for Chelsea, but obviously because we mentioned him before, um, I didn't want to mention him. But yeah, I had a few other guys, but I'm I'm go, I'm gonna go for Falcao. El Tigre. Yes. What 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 a nickname as well. Is he still at Is he still at um Monaco? Mm, I don't actually know. You know, I I'm I'm guessing oh, he is. Oh no, he plays for Galatasaray right now. Since when? Uh, last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, 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 wow! Radamel this guy was an animal, man. It's an animal at Atletico. I, I thought, I thought actually Colombia were gonna have some golden era, but they were old. Think about it. Hamas is twenty eight now. Uh, yeah, he's a guy I just mentioned. And Jackson Martinez is old. Jackson Martinez. You got, yeah. you got your um, Quadrados, um, your Muriels. They had. You're oh Barbo. I sound I sound like a FIFA player. I'm honestly not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. um, like you had, I was yeah. like, hey, I was like, okay. They, uh, what's the guy? Ricky Ricky Guarin. Mm, Ricky Guarin. Oh my. Days. You're sniping. Yeah, nah. The, I thought yeah, this team was gonna be serious, and it's just a shame that they didn't um, like they. This is actually their golden area of um, of. In the, for the national team, yeah, and David Ospina, your legend. Your why king. did you have to mention my man? <laughs> what a clown! But um, yeah, nah, they just didn't, didn't, didn't live up. To they, what was, they, what was their best? What was their best finish in a in an international tournament? Was it in that uh, year where Brazil knocked them out of the World Cup, twenty fourteen? Where was that? Um, yeah, court, was that quarterfinals? I think so. I think it was quarterfinals. Thing, thing just went ham in it. Um, Hamas. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's their best. I don't know what they've done in uh, Copa Americas though. 
I, I couldn't yeah, tell you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where they've come in Copa America, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously we counted wrong in it. So I have the last two. Mm-hmm. So my my second guy is I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Aiser Aiser Illaramendi. Oh, to Real Madrid. Yeah, to Real Madrid. Oh, <laughs> oh mate, you've done an excellent list, mate. You came hard. Wait. Wait, I really did. You came hard. You know, he he went to Madrid for like thirty million. Man signed a six-year deal. So like Real Madrid and Barcelona, I swear these are the only two teams they they signed their players to ridiculously long-ass contracts. And he was supposed to be a you know a long-term piece of their midfield. Yep. And um, man left like uh, like a year and a half, not two years later, to the same team. Associated for half the money. Yeah. So. So, Sociedad did a madness. Finesse, <laughs> the biggest team in the world, for sure. And yeah, just, 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 just never done it. Never done it. I mean, it's it's always going to be tough to to make your mark in a team like Real Madrid, especially because he was quite young. He was what, like twenty two when he when he went to Madrid, mm-hmm. and he went in when like this is when they were uh, amazing. I mean, they've always been amazing, yeah. but this is when. They, like come on, they had, Alonso was still there at that time, and Baller. they're currently like, yeah, with Modric. Modric. Cruz came, I think, maybe like a year or two. I think a year after he came, I mm-hmm. think. But yeah, I mean, he's back at Sociedad, and I think he might be their captain now. I don't know, but um, yeah, just he's thirty now. It's weird. That's a great team. Like, time. Time goes, but um, yeah. So he's my second pick, mm-hmm. and my number one pick is someone. It, I, I've never really watched this guy play because he wasn't really in our generation that mm-hmm. much. Um, but just because of how good he was before this move and how much the move actually was. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I really know him from watching him on TV in terms of him being a commentator. Okay. And that's um, Gaiska Mendieta. Oh, wow. Obviously, I'm pretty sure you know him from the, the La Liga... Um, like punditry on, mm-hmm. was on, I forgot which it was. It was on Sky Sports or another, another um channel. But that's where I, that's where I watched. That's where I knew Mendieta from. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was one of the best midfielders in Europe. Um, when he was at Valencia, he spent that he was there for like around eight years. He he won um European midfielder of the season in his last year at Valencia. Mm-hmm. You know they what they reached the finals of Champions League. Um. They lost it. He was when I said he was named European midfielder of the season, it, twice, twice in a row. That's crazy, and uh, that's yeah, it's unbelievable. So he left Valencia that summer to go to Lazio for forty-seven million euros, which at that time was the sixth most expensive player of all time. Wait, and this was back in um, back in like two thousand, them times, isn't it? Two thousand and one. Boy. So. That's I, so he was, he was, yeah, he was a replacement for Nedved and Veron. Nedved went to Juventus. And oh my Veron god! I'm bringing it back. Oh my god! Veron went to, I think he went to United or Chelsea. I don't know which one came first. I think it was United. I think it was United. Um, but yeah, he was. He, he was. Obviously a oh my god! You're gasping. I'm bringing it back. Yeah. But yeah. He played. He played. He stayed there for one season. Played twenty games, no goals, and then his career just went just downhill. Yeah. He was at Middlesbrough, 
and um, is that yeah, the he way, never... where he ended his career at Middlesbrough? Um, yeah, he ended his career at Middlesbrough. He got injured a lot in his final seasons. He only played what was it like around 28, 29 games in his last three seasons combined because mm-hmm. of injury. So um, yeah, that's that's gotta be that's gotta be uh, number one. I mean, the heights he was at, being named you 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 were European, you know, slash UEFA midfield of the season for two years in a row. Yeah. And then to go to, to go for forty seven million euros to spend one season there, score no goals. Mm-hmm. He actually went on loan to Barcelona for a season, but they didn't obviously they didn't end up signing him. And then to go to Middlesbrough. I mean Middlesbrough weren't bad at that yeah, time. I mean Middlesbrough were a decent club at that time. Proper yeah, I mean you, you, yeah, you, European you, they were a you know Europa League team, UEFA mm-hmm. Cup team mm-hmm. in them times, two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah. But to go from the heights he did to where he finished his career, he's got to be number one for me. That's ah uh, man, you've had an amazing list. I'm not gonna lie to you. I uh, know you you you've gassed me up though. I'm not gonna. Nah, lie. nah, man, your your list is good, man. I'm I'm not even just gassing you. I, I wouldn't do that. The the list is just, yeah. Um, is so many guys I forgot about. Oh my god, <laughs> like oh man, that's the yeah the Kabai one's the one that hit me the most. But oh yeah yeah yeah. Nice, it's, it's a great list. Um. Man, I, you're making me. I've got to come harder next time. I forgot what what list I did that that you liked a lot. I forgot which one it was, but um, uh, it was the it was the one that the one where you had Pato and Rubinho. Yeah. What 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 was the topic for that? I think um, was it underachieved? No, underachieving footballers. Or yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, underachieving footballers. Yeah. yeah. That, that so, was... mate, you've... yeah, you got you got you got to get back to them levels, bro. Cause yeah. I, I, as you said, I brought it up this. I brought it up this time. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You see, guys, see what this guy's doing to me, mate. That's coming in this hard. All right, cool. I'll be ready next next time. I'll be ready. I'm ready. But now, nah, this was a very good episode, man. But yeah, so we have, um, we're going to end things here. We finished the list. We talked about the last dance. And, mm-hmm. you know, for the next episode, obviously, we'll think about, you know, other topics. And we'll also talk about uh, the next, you know, next episode three and episode four mm-hmm. of, um, the last dance. Wait, so, so is, is last dance yeah. dropping in group groups of two every every time? Yeah, it should be. It should be. Yeah. All right, love it, love it, love it. Okay. Um, to close off, yeah, again, thank you guys for listening. Um, I don't know. I feel like ne- we've got to do something a little bit special next episode of Seeker. Though ten episodes in, like we've no. Sports. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. We're bringing it, man. We're bringing it. Um, we are. Not to blow and trumpets, but man, we're <laughs> we're good at this thing in it. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> so, um, uh, tune in next week. Now, go back to humble Oscar. Uh, tune in next week. I appreciate all the listens. And um, feel free to tweet us any questions. Uh, and uh, keep it locked.